Carroll bringing it forward. Thompson's making the run. Carroll hangs on to it though. Still Davy Carroll. Could go all the way here. Oh, what a goal! Hello and welcome to a bonus edition of Ringing the Blues. On this episode, we have the traditional FA Cup poem by Oily Sailor, recited by ballroom Bill Turnbull. But first, yesterday I caught up with Wickham manager Gareth Ainsworth ahead of the Preston North End FA Cup tie. It involved a dodgy internet connection, four separate phones and some audio smoke and mirrors, so hopefully it sounds okay. We talked FA Cup, players coming back from injury, coronavirus and the January transfer window. This interview was recorded in the window between Oily Sailor finishing his poem and Josh Knight extending his loan deal from Leicester City. So pretend you don't know about that yet. Gaz, FA Cup, uh, a chance to um, distract yourself away from the league campaign and uh, uh, I guess you fancy a run in the cup. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, it's you know, you say distract yourself, but it's another game, Phil. You know, and, and I think that over the years as a player, playing in all the different cups, and oh God, God knows how many names they've had, but um, and then the FA Cup and the League Cup and and the, and the league itself. They, as a player, I don't really remember thinking, right, this is the cup, this is a different type of game. I think it was just go out there and win, no matter what game it is. So, people say distraction. It's probably to them and and to the outside world, but to us, it's a game we 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 want to win. Um, you know, there's not going to be too much rotation because I can't really do that too much, and uh, and, and and we want to win it. I want to give, I want to give uh, the the fans a cup run. I want to give the players a cup run and the staff. But um, ultimately, winning breeds winning. You know, if you another defeat wouldn't be nice. You know, after a win and a defeat, it's it'd be nice to get back on the winning trail. You know, after after Saturday, which which I thought was a very strong team against us. You pushed Preston along uh, all the way uh, for a 2-2 draw. Unlucky not to win at Deepdale back in December. It's a good opportunity um, soon after to uh, to go one better. Yeah, definitely. Um, we had chances on that day as well. You know, I remember I remember us missing a couple of real golden opportunities, which I thought would have changed the game. Um, you know, Preston obviously came strong at the end and and, and through the you know the Alamo sort of at us, and and it was uh, it was. A, a game where I think, wow, we, we, we should have won that one, really. Um, I know Alex Neal picks up points, um, but I don't think it's a team that are a million miles away from us. You know, I think we're competitive in, in, in most games now, Phil. You know, barring Middlesbrough and Barnsley in the last 10 games, I think we've been right in them all, and, uh, and Preston included. So, again, I'll be, I'll be looking to, to be strong, to be attacking, as, as we always are. And uh, I said, I'd love to deliver a cup run. Um, I'd love to stay in the championship and uh, and both of those things are still alive. Uh, Ryan Tapazoli and Uchi Igpiezu uh, are back starting games. Um, that must be, well, it made a big impact, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, we're in the January transfer window now and two players that signed in the summer transfer window have just about got fit, you know, and it's it's, it's been tough, you know. It's, it's one of those things. Ryan, Ryan did his ankle ligaments against Swansea and played through absolute pain for that game for us and, and really... You know, he's, he's put himself out for a couple of months with that. Um, it shows what a tough character he is, but also 
Um, it's just super unlucky for Wickham. Uh, Uchi, again, has not played a great deal up in Scotland, comes down the intensity of what we do here, probably caught him out a little bit and, and again, caught a couple of things and, and you know, it was, uh, it was tough for him as well, but safe to say both of them are, are, are fully fit now back. I think Uchi's showed what he can do and Ryan. And two goals in the last two games from two new signings, you know, it's, it's been great. So, they feel like January window signings rather than summer ones and uh, and that's just fine because we've got a big second half of the season coming up we've got a big game on Saturday and I'm sure both will be involved in the squad uh, come this weekend Is it frustrating that they've not been involved because you know looking at the bottom of the league but in touch if they'd have been around a bit much, a bit more would, would you be looking at thinking oh actually we'd be a lot higher on the table here Yeah frustrating for them you know I'll never be frustrated I, I was out a long time I, I was lucky enough to to get a move to the top level and, and that got really scuppered by a, a groin injury I had that kept me out for a year you know so I understand the, the frustrations that they must have been going through I'll never have a go at people who are injured I know at this club that nobody would ever chuck one in or feign an injury or anything they're all serious um, desperate to try and play in this first team so frustrating for them um, yeah I'll take the frustration but I'll, I'll turn it into positives and, and you know we got a chance to develop other players and look at other things but the big positive is like you say they're back for the second half of the season I still think we're six or seven points shy due to referees decisions and, and, and things that have gone against us um, so all this for me now is is positive going forward I'm really looking forward to the second half of the season but huge cup game on Saturday third round we don't often get a, almost a buy into that which we've uh, we've earned the right to do and uh, and looking forward to delivering a cup run to, to the owners to the fans and, and to my staff and the players uh, you mentioned the January transfer window. Uh, you've already made a, a bit of uh, business already. Admiral Muskwe on loan from Leicester, uh, striker. Um, what, what can you tell us about him? Um, yeah, uh, Addy comes highly recommended. Uh, we've watched his footage. He scores goals that we haven't been scoring at the moment. You know, um, between the sticks, in, in, in between that, that penalty spot and, and the goal, in that area there where we've had chances and we just failed to put them away, or somebody's not been there. He seems to have this instinctive knack of being around there and, and scoring these tap-ins and scrappy goals, which I think are, are fantastic goals, almost Paddy Madden-like. You know, at Fleetwood when, when he always pops up in the right place um it's not uh it's not coachable that it's sort of an instinctive thing and uh, and we've been working hard to see if we can get someone in who can do that um obviously with the Leicester connection with Josh Knight being on loan we had we had some good contacts there Andrew Howard's worked hard on that one and uh, and Rob and Pete have backed me 100 percent in getting him in um and he won't he won't be the last you know we're trying to get a couple more in in the January transfer window um we have been shy of goals you know I can't I can't deny that uh, but we have created chances you know we we stat it quite well with Josh Hart and chances are there you know it's uh, it's just sticking them in the net really and you know keeping clean sheets keeping them out the other end it's it's not rocket science this game but um you've got to get the right personnel to do that hopefully uh, Addy can add to our attacking prowess and uh, like I say with Uchi firing now Gareth McCleary looking super fit and 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 Hogs, very dangerous. Fred, Scott Cash, you know, we've got, we've got a plethora of Alex Samuel. So, really, really pleased of, uh, of what we've got up top. Um, and like I say, the, the business may not be done there. Um, goals will keep you in this division, and I uh, intend to score more in the second half of the season than we have in the first. Uh, at the other end of the pitch, a player you've just mentioned, Josh Knight, his loan spell expired on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, nothing's been announced by either club or the player. Uh, is that because you're looking to keep him? Oh, there's been a lot of rumours flying about, uh, I'll say that. But you know me, Phil, you've 
you've tried to pry things out of me for six years, seven years now, and, uh, and <laughs> I still say we're keeping that close to our chest. I intend to keep the best players at this place, and Josh Knight obviously was a good performer in the first half of the year. If we can keep him, brilliant. If not, we've got we've got backup options. Um, but again, hopefully there'll be another another surprise as well in there. But it's not going to be millions of pounds, believe me. Rob Keurig has been unbelievable. We've had chats. Um, he's you know he's been willing to. To put his put his hand in his pocket and and and, and break the transfer record, you know, which has stood for so long for a club like this, is is crazy. But um, sometimes um, agents get involved and and other clubs, and and it's just difficult. Sometimes we can't bring the top players in. We can't bring a championship striker who gets 20 goals in the championship every year because he'll be on 25,000 pound a week and cost 10 million pound. Wickham can't do that, but what we can do is sign potential. We can, we can get in your Alfie Morsons, your, your Eberichi Easies, your, you know, your Josh Knights, and your and your uh, and your players who can go on to bigger and better things, and and that's what we're doing, and that's what we always do. Probably we've just got a a bit wider of a of a pool of talent now because we're Championship, because people will launch a Championship now. We can uh, take advantage of that, but again, it's always tough here and. Uh, but I love it, you know, I do. And I won't take one day for granted. Uh, I want to talk to you a bit about coronavirus testing as well because uh, it's been announced that from January the 11th it's going to be uh, twice weekly testing now funded by the PFA. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, it's brilliant that we can get twice weekly tested. Um, I want the important people in the world to be twice weekly tested as well, you know, we seem to be very privileged in football. Um, but if football is a big part of keeping everyone positive and, and that feel-good factor while everyone's in lockdown of keeping this beautiful game going, then that's great, you know, and the PFA putting the hand in the pocket again. Um, you know, they've got, they've got um, plenty of money, I've been told, so it's, it's good that they've uh, they've put their hand in their pocket to do that for, for the 72 FL clubs, you know. It's, it's really important. We keep everyone healthy, but not just football players. Let's keep everyone healthy because... I want my fans back, uh, I want everyone safe, all my friends and family, and, and likewise, I'm sure everyone in the country's reiterating that statement. Let's, uh, let's do it right, because uh, I would really, really want people to come back to normal life. Football, brilliant, crowds back, but at the end of the day, you know, people, there's bigger things, you know, people dying is, uh, is, is the biggest thing, and we've got to stop that. So as long as the important people are getting tested as well, then uh, that's, uh, that's what matters to me. Over 50 games have been called off in the EFL. Um, more testing will, will equal more positive results being found. Um, can you see a point where where we have to have a circuit break in football? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they'll do in that. You know, I, I think there is more. There is more. Um, what am I saying? Strategies and and, and and contingency measures put in place. You know. Um, I'm hoping that the new strain doesn't take over and it's just a little spike and, and goes back down again. Um, you never know, Phil. You know, it's uh, you know. All I can say is that in-house here, I'm I'm proud of what my medical staff have done. You know, we've worked very hard, and and Kian, our head of medical, is, is, is you know, has been like a bear with a sore head sometimes, but he's done the right things by keeping everyone safe and everyone. Uh, Everyone's social distance. I'm actually talking to you with a mask on right now. So um, we, we are doing it seriously here. And uh, and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Maybe we've got a little bit lucky and, and not as, as many positives as everyone else. Um, but I just hope that they can keep football going. Um, I know there's the derby, the derby thing going on this weekend, which seems very strange. But, um, yeah, we'll see if there's any more... more things like that happen it's uh it's, it's it's a tough one you know it really is a tough one and uh, 
there's a lot more qualified people to talk about it than me. I'll just keep my 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 club safe and uh, and hopefully we can keep everyone in the Wickham area safe and uh, and healthy. Well, I'm about 30 miles away, so I'm, I'm taking social distancing seriously here <laughs> on the phone too. Um, just one more question on coronavirus. Um, um, lots of games have been called off, as we know. Um, just so fans can get an idea of this, I mean, Wickham have had one confirmed case at least because each Piazzi revealed he had coronavirus. How many positive cases in a squad does it take for a club to, to be able to call a game off? Um, you know, I don't know the answer, Phil. I don't know the answer to that. Um, you know, it's uh, it's obviously how big your squad is. Is it a percentage? Is it uh, is it a, a, a health matter where it would be a potential of spreading it, or is it because the squads are weakened? I, I don't know the answer, honestly. Um, the, the, the 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 rules seem to change daily, weekly sometimes, you know, um, all we can do is follow the guidelines that are put in place by, like I say, better qualified people than me. Um, you know, I won't be sure. Um, I'm sure if some some big players get it, you know, it weakens squads, but the, the smaller players are just as important, you know. It's uh, it's a crazy situation we're living in at the moment. I just, just want to keep everyone positive and, uh, and say there is light at the end of the tunnel. Let's just get through it together. Sailor FA Cup poem. It's been a long-held chair boys tradition and it usually appears just before the first round proper. But because this year Wickham is straight into the third round, it's here in January. So that means a whole calendar year without an oily sailor poem. How very 2020. Now this season is the first time Wickham haven't played in the FA Cup first round since 1989-90 where they lost in the fourth qualifying round 4-1 to Stafford Rangers. So the Oily Sailor FA Cup poem 2020-21, recited by W.R.J. Turner. The Ballad of the Swan by Oily Sailor By a river in the valley, by a tree of solid oak, Lives a wizard in a hut, swan man, just a bloke. He calculates the future, he reconstructs the past. Football is his passion, he does sums really fast. Multiplication he rates, addition, yeah, it's fun. Subtraction is a theory, but division is the one. Take a number, any number, okay, 14 will do. Divide it how you want it, I'd recommend by two. You're left with dear old seven, like Dave Carroll on the wing, but what about 33? That number has a ring. Divide by three and it's Steve Guppy gliding on the flank. 350k from Newcastle. Let's chuck it in the bank. Players leave the Wickham. It's painful, but it's true. D'Souza to Peterborough. Barry Fry on YouTube. Nah, nah, you ain't going to get that, Migs. You sure? 10 grand for 30 goals, all comps. Barry, please, no more. Calculate that, rural wizard, magician in the tree. And while you're there, find an algorithm that can mend Sean Devine's knee. But the wizard, he's busy. 
He's painted his mud hut white, a swan painted crudely, barely picked up in the light. I can't do my sums now, he sobs. Something has come up. Wickham are too powerful. They've been further in the cup. Oh, swan man, I whisper quickly. Is there heartache? Is there sadness? Why, yes, he groans. These numbers, they're crazy. It's utter madness. The swan man, the wizard, the hero writhing in his nest. He thought he knew the football. He thought he'd clocked the best. Dividing sums, dividing hearts, his calculator weeps. This isn't right. It makes no sense, he roars in lieu of sleep. I catch his eye, a sorry sight, and understand the fear. He never thought he'd see Wickham in the second tier. Three weeks later, I walk back through the valley of despair. The swan man, wizard charlatan, has chosen a new lair. His hut is empty, the roof caved in, a plate of uncooked maize, a poster, Alan Smith smiling. They detest my London ways. Oh, swan man, how I miss you. Although your maths were poor, I found you a brand new number. 1.74 Right, that's your drop of culture for this year. Many thanks to Oily Sailor, Bill Turnbull and Gareth Ainsworth. We can take on Preston North End Saturday, 3 o'clock, third round of the FA Cup. Come on, you blues. <laughs>